Blog Talk Radio. Another show, ladies and gentlemen. This is May 11, 2015. My name is Jimmy Wims. I'm your host, and my executive producer is Mr. Keith Bledsoe. Big Jim, what's happening? Oh, man, I'm I'm okay. I'm okay. You ladies sure, and bro? gentlemen, <laughs> I'm not sure, man. That that stuff I'm right. telling you about, man, before we went on, man. I, I want to really get into If you're going to do your whole show, man, well, I'm going to have to come on tomorrow, man, and kick it with you on that one. <laughs> um. <laughs> I got I, this stuff. I, I'm I'm going to dwell on today, and I'm going to get up to some other stuff too. But one of the things that's that's I'm trying to get everybody to understand in the hood is that um, the system is not going anywhere. I'm trying to get everybody to understand and see. You know, our history will tell us everything we need to know. Everything that 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 that's coming before us, our history will tell us that. But we got to spend time or make some time to do it and to read about it and to see it. And you, whether you believe it or not, it's a whole nother ball game. You know, and here in Chicago, they talk about opening up um, some space over in Washington Park for the Obama library and all that good stuff. And some of the people that been doing business in that area and uh, around that strip is worried about being um, not a part of the uh, the gentrification that's going to happen in that area in terms of um, new streets, lights, new economic development, new property values, taxes, the whole nine yards, which is fine. I can understand them being that way. But if you lived in that area all your life and you got a business there, but at some point you didn't want to buy it and own it, you just decided to just rent it, you're in a building 30, 20, 30 years, you're running your business, and you're renting from somebody. And renting is not going to get it these days. It's not going to get it. If You you can always find a way to own something. It's, 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 there's a way. I'm going to tell you about my little dilemma when I bought my house over here in Inglewood. I was only making $10.50 an hour when I bought my house. That was it. The system is laid out in front of you to the point where you got to take time out to, to figure out how you are going to get your piece of the path from that same system that everybody else is getting a piece of their path from. The same system. I found out that private owners will sell you the house and work with you to the max. As long as you got your shit halfway together, they'll work with you. Me, I had my shit halfway together. And my, I got an accountant that, that's been working with me 100 years. He's the best friend of mine, any of my accountant. He's really good. But anyway, he showed me the numbers. He told me what to do, and I did it. 
I didn't want to rent a house. I wanted to own one. I didn't give a shit what it took. You know, it, you know, you got to be patient when you're trying to build an empire. Let me just say that you got you got to be patient. You got to do your homework. You got to study, and you got to do what you need to do within the law. Me, I like working in the gray area, so I I, I can't tell you whether it's a black and white thing with with anything else. But I like working in the gray area. Everybody else does it. They got theirs, so I'm trying to get mine too. But anyway, back to the library thing. Everybody's worried about being kicked out and doing this stuff and doing that, and that's fine. Just but those people gonna have to get involved. Just like over here in Inglewood in Chicago, I wish a lot of more people in Inglewood would get involved. But again, we got these shitty ass aldermen. You know, Chicago Black Caucus is a fucking joke. You know, they can sign off on any fucking thing around Emanuel want, but then they can't get together and come up with something cohesive for the black community. They just worried about their six figure six figure jobs, which is fucked up. Which is really fucked up. And I, and I wish those guys would get together and 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 form some type of leadership where they could bring economic development into the black community. You don't have to constantly keep begging city hall for shit. Alderman got some power. They got some power. They got say so in economic development in the black community. They can actually bring in foreign investments. Yeah, it's probably got to clear some type of way through City Hall. I'm not familiar with city politics to the point where they can actually have somebody from, I don't know, Kenya come over and buy up a whole city block and put a factory and all that good stuff. I don't know exactly how that works, but it's a damn good idea. If the city hall ain't got the money, they sure going to keep it. I mean, if they got the money, they sure going to keep it for the projects they want to do. They got a shitload of projects going on right now downtown, um, um, on Wabash, on uh, Lord, Lord Wacker, where they're going to have some beautiful shops at. They're going to redo the um, south end of uh, Michigan Avenue from Lake Street up to about maybe Randolph. Yeah, from Wacker to about maybe Lake Street. I'll take that back. Lake Street to about Randolph. That's about right. They're going to change all of that because they're not getting any tourists on that end of Michigan Avenue. That's like the low end Michigan Avenue. They're going to put a lot of money in that, and they're going to change it, and they're going to make it better. We can do the same thing in the hood. It's not that hard. If everybody just did their own thing and then came together and, and put together a plan to do it as a whole, it'll work. But we got to fuck around and, 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 and stop being renters, and we got to start thinking like business people. Again, that's going, there's a lot of things happening as far as um, the kids running buck wild, like little banshees and shit, and, 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 you know, you got areas where you just can't do anything because it's too saturated with gangs and whatnot and, and whatnot. But all that shit can change. It's a mindset. But if we keep following the directions of our leaders, we're never going to get any fucking well because they don't want nothing. A lot of them don't. A lot of them can fucking care less. They don't even want to live in the city of Chicago. They don't even want to live in the area where they have a ward at. They don't even want to live there. And I bet you any kind of money, they tell it the fuck out of here on the weekends mm-hmm. to their second address in their uncle's name and get the fuck out of the city of Chicago. But it can be done. We can start with us and do this shit and make it work. We can we can we can have a I'm, I keep using Tulsa uh, Tulsa Oklahoma as as a blueprint. I wish I was living back in those days. I wish like oh I wish I was living back then. That you have a whole black metropolis, black ran everything black, library black, transportation black, stores black, hospitals, museums, schools, banks, parks. Housing, black, 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 black. And I ain't trying to sit up here and act like I'm hating white people. I had some guy on, on Facebook told me I must hate white people. No, I don't. I don't hate them. I'm becoming more and more aware of my people. And if it sounds like I'm a racist, hey, I'm not going to apologize for that. Fuck it. I just hate that you guys, if any of them out there listen, I hate that you feel that way, but I don't hate no white people. Well, but if they're listening, if they're listening to you, what you say, they'll see that you 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 address and have an issue with your with, with our own people more than you do anybody else. But they don't they don't want they don't hear that part, you know. So they they they, they could take that uh, reverse racism thing and kind of just flush it down with the rest of that stuff, you know. Yeah, that's true. 
That's true. You know, and uh, I, I've told everybody that I'm a black, um, a, a, a black nationalist independent. But my dumb ass did vote for um, Romner only because I felt like um, Romner's a Republican here in Illinois. The only reason I voted for him is because I got tired of Quinn just giving up shit. Quinn didn't have any balls. Romner is is he's an average Republican. He's just greedy as hell. So it's, it's, I'd rather have somebody in there greedy and, and trying to tighten shit up and we get his ass out of there at the next election than, than to have somebody in office that's going to make it look fucking like Detroit. And I didn't just up and take their cue and did that with Romney. It was some people in Mississippi, um, I think it was two elections ago, for a state rep or a state representative, state senator or whatever. All these black folks, one of the Democrat running, it was a, it was a Tea Party Tea Partier and a Republican. All them black folks got together and said, we'd be damned if we have a Tea Party up in this motherfucker. And they all voted Republican. All oh, they was pissed off. I wish I could, I wish I remember, I wish I could remember the senator's name and the time that they were, it was midterms too. All those black people got together and voted Republican. And that Tea Party motherfucker act like those black folks lost their motherfucking mind. Oh, he was pissed off. First of all, he, can, he, he thought it was voter fraud because all the black folks got together and vote. See, when we do something simple like voting, white folks lose their mind because it, it wasn't part of the program. What? Oh, shit. Niggas got out and voted? You know, it, it's a question mark when you do something right in the black community. It really is. And, and getting back to the Chicago thing, we can do better. We, you know, I, I had an alderman, I, I read about an alderman from the south side questioning the um, the little bikes that they bring out to the black community, the little dinky bikes, the little blue bikes with the big rubber tires on them and whatnot. They look like shit, but they ride real well. Because my grandson and me, we rode one all through the downtown area, but they had none on the south side. Now they got tons of them on the south side. And this black motherfucker, Alderman, who got elected through black folk, had to dash to sit there and, and say in, on a newspaper, on, on Facebook, where are we going to ride the bikes now that they're in the black community? I wish like hell I could have called him and said, man, what the fuck is your problem? I got a cousin down the block. I can ride to his house. I can ride to the fucking park. I can ride to my friend's house. I can fuck around and ride the motherfucker to the L train and lock it up and go about my business. They for rent. You just put them back wherever those little stations at. But see, that's our leadership. Our leadership lost sight. They don't even give a fuck about the. They don't even give a fuck about the community that they're representing, which is fucked up. And these are the people we put fucking in office. We gotta stop doing that dumbass shit. Just because the motherfuckers offering, you know, whatever, and you know, I can be the best man for the job. It's fine, but do your homework first. At least try to put somebody in that's going to try to work on your best interest and your best interest as a whole for everybody on your block and then the community and then the ward as a whole. That's how you should start thinking. You don't just vote for a motherfucker because he sits there and, 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 and promising, you, promising you some shit that they, ain't gonna, that they know he can't deliver. Look at the shit that he's trying to deliver. He got to get, he gotta get permission from, from, from Daddy Ron with a lot of that shit. He got to get permission from a lot of 49 or more aldermen. And that's another thing, too. Why do we got to have 50 motherfucking aldermen? Why the fuck we just can't have 22, 20, 19? <clears throat> get rid of all that money, that money, and, and take some of that money and give it to the aldermen. Give them the option of living in Chicago or the surrounding suburbs. We can do that. Just give them the option. If they want to stay in their ward, fine. If not, fuck it. You can move in the suburb, but you're going to work your ass off for that money. And that's going to be your full-time job. There ain't no fucking having an alderman job and then a lawyer's office and, you know, ain't no more Ed Burke bullshit. That shit is over with. 19 fucking aldermen, increasing salary just a little bit, an option to live in Chicago or either surrounding suburbs, and it's going to be a full-time position. 50 fucking war, 50 fucking ornament. You don't need no 50 fucking ornament to do shit, man. And then they fucking bought, most of those are bought. Whatever Rom say, they're going to run with it. Boom. And why the, why the black caucus can't get together and say, hey, look, 
we gotta we gotta go out to the black community and we gotta get their trust. We gotta let them know that we are alive. A lot of people don't even know what the fucking Chicago Black uh, Caucus is. They don't even fucking yeah, know what they're looking Most most don't know who their alderman or representative is. I mean, you, you can, don't even know that some of the school te- kids teachers' names. <laughs> you know. Uh huh. Yeah. They don't, they don't even know we got a black caucus. The Black Caucus is really just a bunch of just a group of people, um, uh, a bunch of blacks got together, black aldermen got together and formed a group, uh, supposed to be a representative of the black areas, and try to get some shit done. Ain't got shit done as a whole. They got the name, but ain't got shit done that was able to change some shit. And I still say they gotta uh, cut down on. I mean, uh, take that fucking every 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 ounce of money that they can save in the black community. <clears throat> Push it back into some social programs. Take it, get, get, get the social programs rolling. Give it to entrepreneurs that really wants to start up some stuff and make a change at, at, at a grassroots level. They want to fuck around and come out, you know, and 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 give them money to 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 these other entities. I'm not going to even say churches because that's who they mostly giving them to. I'm going to say churches like. Kiss my ass. They give it to a bunch of motherfuckers that ain't, ain't they ain't gonna do nothing with the money, but kick it up to the central office and and, and all the other shit, and it's gonna amount to nothing because you ain't gonna get nothing from it. And then you want to get complacent and then start complaining about you know we gonna get ours on the back end, motherfucker. We right here now. What the fuck you talking about? You gonna get yours on the back end? What the hell that shit mean? That shit don't even sound right. When I heard TJ or JD. Jake's whatever the fuck his name is, say that bullshit, man, I almost threw the fuck up. So he's teaching you to be a damn fool. He's teaching you to be a fucking sucker. That motherfucker ain't getting this shit on the back ears. He getting this cut up front. He comfortable. Yeah, yeah he, he got his own yeah. business and all that other stuff. He started some motherfucking well. He shouldn't keep doing that dumbass shit telling you what you're going to get on the back end. Just be patient. Fuck you going to be patient, but he ain't patient. That motherfucker ain't going to bed from the look of him. He ain't going to bed hungry. You know, my baby girl sent me something. Um, She heard me talking about some stuff at the job, and she emailed me something. I want to share this with everybody. And, um, you know, I kind of like it. She only sent it to me about half an hour ago, but I kind of like it. I'm going to start off with this. School. Okay. School is waking up early, going to a place full of people who judge you, and gossip about you. School is having all sorts of useless information shoved down your throat. School is being judged on how well you remember the information they give you. School is another set of uh, uh, numbers to stress out over. The second half of that, learning. Learning is going to places you've never been before, Learning is making mistakes and changing because of them. Learning is discovering new things you knew you never knew about knew before. Learning is gaining more knowledge to better understand the world around you. I like that. I like that a lot. I think I'm gonna keep that and, and put it on my wall or something. I kind of like that, which gets me back to this. If you don't ask questions about your surroundings. If you can't go to the people who you feel that, that, that should have your back in terms of information or some stuff that you overseen, if you can't trust the word that that person's giving you, and if it looks like and smells like shit, it is shit. If the answer that he's giving you look like shit and smell like shit, it is shit. Because everybody got a, a, a an agenda. I don't think I have one. I've never told anybody that that um um follow me because it ain't no God or or I don't believe uh in God or your God or your religion. I ain't never told nobody no shit like that. I said I I've always said I don't understand the dumbass shit that y'all taking in on Sunday and why y'all don't ask questions about it. This shit ain't adding up. It never it never added up when I was doing this shit for four years. It never added up to nothing. It always boiled down to a, um, a, a gospel or, or 
or a sermon or or some generalized shit. It, it just never added the fuck up. And I can't believe in an entity that don't produce absentee landlords. I can't do it. I can't. My, my, my whole my whole my whole being will not let me sit up there and believe in some bullshit that that a supreme being got the whole world in his hand, kumbaya, and can't stop shit. If he's doing it on his own time, what fucking clock is he looking at different from ours? If he's waiting on everybody to have love in their heart, well, damn, you made us. From what I'm hearing. If you wait on some good people to come along and 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 guide the rest of them, they ain't doing shit. They'll bitch and moan and 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 and, and do what they need to do. They get into that me me my my I I bullshit, but they ain't doing shit. You can walk outside your door right now and look around and see exactly what the fuck am I gonna do to make this whole situation better. I'm on the internet radio. I'm getting involved with my community. I'm talking about it. I'm expressing it. That's what I'm doing. I'm trying to get involved with some people that that knows other people that can probably move some shit, but them motherfuckers don't want shit either. And that's that's nerve wracking. That's frustrating. When you know some people that can move some shit and won't, what the fuck is their agenda? Is their agenda supposed to keep agenda is to keep you stupid and keep you sheep like? And you don't make a move until they tell you to. That's our leadership. They they're not going to do any fucking thing that they can't get nothing back from it. It's almost like you grease my hand, I'll grease yours. That's the way the system works. I get that. I get that. But I'm not going to just sit back and not do nothing. You know, a lot of people, you know, they they try to get into my head and try to figure out why is it that I can't accept. Anybody's help when it comes to my spiritual journey. You motherfucker don't know shit. What the fuck am I like following you? I had to shut down one of my spiritual pages just because everybody that I picked on there they argue with each other so much. Man, I just said fuck it. Let me close this bitch up. I handpicked all three hundred of those people, all of them. Everybody that was on that page, I picked all two hundred some of them, three hundred some of them, over a two and a half year period. I did that. Only so I can listen to what they had to say and try to learn from them. The motherfucker argued so much, man, it was pathetic. Name calling and, and you don't know this and you need to go back and read this. They had all the names and dates and shit down. They're like, well, goddamn. If you motherfuckers got the knowledge and you can't agree on it, what the fuck am I going to look like coming up in this shit? But I was patient. I gave it almost two years of looking and reading and researching. I even got all the different Bibles that they had out. I got the ones with that are written in um, um, Arabic and got English on the other side. I got the King James Version and, 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 and the Living Bible all in one. I got the New World Translation of Holy Scriptures. I, all that shit. Waste of fucking money. Now, that shit didn't even add up. What I got out of it, this is just me, so it's just my opinion. The Bible, my opinion, is one of the fucking violent fucking books I've ever read in my life. It's violent as hell. It's like, and then you get to a part where somebody remembers, oh, I heard that one before. I heard somebody say that. But then you go back into it and keep reading this shit, you know. Damn. I read a watch an episode of Empire. What scandal? You know, fuck it. Or green eggs and ham. Same shit. <laughs> I'm serious. That's just me. That's just my opinion. My spiritual journey, man, got all out of whack, Jack. I, I don't think I wasted my time. I know that's the route that I'm not going. I'm not going that route. Fuck it. If this is shit that's going to supposed to make me... um um. Worship a god with blind loyalty. They can keep that shit. Shove it up their ass. You can keep it. It's, it's not complicated. You know, the thing is, is that uh, I've said many a times that life is so damn simple. 
why do we make it so complicated? Because this is not complicated at all. This is so simple. Ignorance ain't about simplicity, man. Ignorance makes every the most simplest thing the most damn difficult. And that's that's exactly what I'm hearing here with this roller coaster ride with you and the psych you were talking about, and you and these folks. And the same thing I deal with with these same folks, you know. But I think I think it's a money thing, Keith. It always have been because once you get a system established and you, you can write all the rules and, and you can set the parameters for what a person has to do to achieve whatever it is they had to do with inside the system that you develop, you're in control. You control all that shit. That means that you can break the fucking rule whenever you want to. You can make up a new one if you don't like it. And if the people around you that got involved in it question you, you can kick their ass to the curb and get some other stupid motherfucker coming and take his place. Because all it is is about taking the situation, inflaming it, instill that shit in somebody's psyche, and let that motherfucker run with it and have him to tell somebody how great you fucking are. Man, that's that's brain fucking wash, man. It's like the Manchurian, um, uh, what's the name of that um, um, movie? They they psyched this 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 soldier out to the point where he had to kill a president and um, Man- president Manchurian or candidate. Like that. Manchurian, that's candidate. Manchurian candidate. Manchurian That's what that shit. Yeah. That's what that reminds me of. Same thing. Your belief system is so strong, you don't even fuck around and question it. You don't even question it. You that was, that was a very, dumb. very. I was gonna say that was a very yeah. interesting movie, and I suggest anybody who's listening should really check. As a matter of fact, check out the original version with uh, Frank Sinatra, and then check out the remake with Denzel. They was they, they uh, if if you got open mind and you're thinking and you, and you ain't trapped in your ignorant comfort zone, and it's a, they're, they're great movies. Yeah, both of them. I saw both of them. Matter of fact, I saw oh, yeah. the one with Frank Sinatra by accident, and I really. When 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 Denzel came out with his, I w- really went out about that puppy. I just want to see. What, I just want to get a little deep on yeah. that concept. Another yeah. movie yeah. that I saw that I really like was the Spook that Set by the Door. I, I can't. Have, I I, I got to get the book, but I saw the I saw the movie. I've been hearing about that movie since grammar school. You know, I have never read the book or never saw the damn movie, but I've heard every. Uh, I, I need to go ahead and get on. Get a, do something and check that out because it's been too many years I've been hearing it. But anyway, I didn't, go ahead. I just you like it. you like it. I, I need the to spook check that out. Yes. What I'm saying, what, the reason I bought, bought up the spook to set by the door is because that's what a lot of um um I think when I think about that book, I think about in that movie, I think about the Black Panthers. I really do because what it was is this this guy was an ex soldier or whatever and. He had a janitor job in a, in a um, government building or something like that, if I can remember most of it. And they talked about um, secrets of this and secrets of that, you know, and the brother was standing there. They act like he wasn't able to comprehend any of that shit, so they just opened up freely around him and talked about things. Him being by the, the spook by the door, he sucked up all that information. He got all the information that he could and needed to do what he needed to do and, and had a plan. And he got some other brothers and sisters involved with that same concept, and he convinced them to go along with it, and they did their thing. I'm not going to say any more about it. I'll let you guys look it up. The spook that sat by the door. And that's what's happening with us now. White folks, are, they, they done got us to the point, a lot of white folks, not all of them, a lot of white folks got us to the point where we don't even question shit no more. They'll do some shit right in front of our face now. It used to be a time, you know, they'll get a group of people, and if they find somebody that they didn't like or they wanted to just kill, they just get their group, convince them, go down there, get that person, yank them, kill them. Well, they kill us on, they kill us on camera now. Yeah. Fast forward, they, they doing the shit on camera, don't even give a shit. The same shit. History will tell you what your future is going to be. Ain't shit changed? Ain't nothing's changed. It's just the same. It's just a different year. Clothing changed. Hairstyles changed. Concepts haven't. At, at one point, they were able to ride their horses back and forth between barns and say, oh, we're going to have a picnic t- today. Then at one point, they, they, they had their little cars and whatnot, and 
they met up in the field and shit, burning big ass crosses. Then they had the telephone where they was able to call everybody and, and tell them to meet up. Then they had a television where they put on racist bullshit that could even get on the TV at some point. Then they fucked around and opened up the internet and, and they were able to send out and, and gather more information and intel that way. Then they got social media that let anybody do what the hell they want to do and say what they want to say and, and ain't shit changed. Information has just been spread out a different way, generation to generation. Next thing you know, we're going to have implants and shit where motherfuckers just fuck around and, and do, 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 and then your shit is, you're going to be programmed to do whatever the fuck you want to do, whatever they want you to do. Um, that's a little far-fetched, but anyway. But going back to the neighborhood, possible in the hood, if that's what you want to do. If some motherfuckers just had to be left alone, way back, kick to the curb. He said a revolution won't be televised. There will be no fucking revolution. It's just going to be a bunch of pissed off motherfuckers running around like runaway slaves and shit with no direction and no fucking purpose. Because any fucking time that you kick your leaders to the curves, like a Jesse Jackson or, or Al Sharpton, any time you vocally kick your, kick your leaders to the curb like that and white folks see it, oh, they taking that shit to another level now. They're going to take that shit to another level. Oh, these motherfuckers ain't got nobody. Well, they die out, who the fuck they going to run to? You know? Go. Who are they going yep. to run to? Greg, I'm sorry. No, I, no, I was just saying that you're right. I wasn't, I was just... Yeah. Our leadership is I getting older. Saying. We got to step the fuck up. We got to at least have a voice. If you don't have the power or the will to get out there and... and 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 become a leader, at least support somebody that makes some motherfucking sense. You don't support My somebody that let motherfucker give you a Sunday and shit. Exactly. Let, let, let these guys who are good at what they do, whether you would let them do what they're doing. They're, they're, see, when I, I could see if they were doing something to the detriment of black people. Now, if you if these same people who got a problem with Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson, they're going to say a goddamn thing about Michael Steele, uh, Alan West, uh, Armstrong Williams, Amy Holmes, Condi <laughs> Rice, uh, 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 Larry Elder. They don't say nothing about these other house people. Jesse Lee Peterson, uh, these Bush ass lickers, uh, T.D. Jakes. You, so so it, it, that's why any, anything that seems to be for the betterment of black people, they're going to find one little thing to bring that person down while these other house Negroes talk all goddamn day and night, and these black comfort zone Negroes don't say a damn thing. And that's why I say as long as the church is thriving the way it's thriving, you better get yours. <laughs> you better get your own because if the people ain't shit happening, you better get your uh, own. Better. You say comfort zone Negroes. I like that. <laughs> that's funny. And, you know, and I, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to get anybody to follow me. I'm not trying to change anybody's mind about nothing. This is just Jimmy and Keith, real people from the hood. And don't and don't fuck around and, and dwell on that hood shit either. You know, I can live any motherfucking way I want to. Cause I will bust my ass to stay there. I really would. I will bust my ass to stay wherever the fuck I want to move to. I just happen to like Inglewood. Project, this is a motherfucking castle. I'll kick it up a couple of notches when I get a little older, but goddamn, I'll just like where I'm at, and I'm making the best of it, and I'm making the best of everything around me. I'm going to try. Me and my neighbor don't get along. I'm going to have to bust a cap in his ass one of these days just for the hell of it. But we can make it. We can, we can do this. We just got to fuck around and get involved. Don't fuck around and worry about what somebody's saying about you or, or, or how they perceive you to be. If I if I if I worried about what everybody perceives me to be and what I'm thinking, please, I'd be up in church with you, motherfuckers, playing a banjo or something. I don't know. I get to get I get to get there get there hour early. <laughs> <laughs> I can sit there and be I can sit there and, and and be a sheep and and don't do shit, you know. Eat the, eat the salad and the collard greens after the fucking sermon. I can do that shit too. 
to be happy and go home and, and glad I had a good day. Oh, I had a good day today. Everything around me is fucked up, but I had a good day. What time is it? Let's get the hell about it. Let's, hey, hey, y'all, we got to play a commercial, and uh, we're going to do a song, and we're going to come right back. So if you guys want to call in, um, oops. Seven one eight number by heart. Six six four. Okay. Seven one eight six six four nine five one three. Seven one eight six six four nine five one three. Call in and chime in. And my brother Jim, we'll be right back, man. We'll be back after this commercial and, and this song. Still there, Jim? Oh yeah, I'm here. Okay, go, go, go ahead and keep on rolling with the show. We uh, some, something's going on here, but we just keep on keep on talking, and uh, we'll get the break in oh, a couple minutes. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. That's fine. Yeah, I'm not trying to um, follow us by 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 dogging somebody's religion or or dogging somebody's belief. I that's your thing. You do it. If I have questions about, it, I ask you. But if you decide not to answer it, hell, ain't nothing I can do about it. If you feel like you got to give a sermon every time a question comes up, hey, do your thing. Hey, that's you. Do your thing. Profess your love for your God and spread that shit all over the land. I ain't got no problem with it. Don't fuck around and throw me in a hole because I got an opinion about it. I'm not an atheist. I don't even like the fucking word atheist. If 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 that's the word you want to throw out there, fine. To that hood thing. I really feel that we can all do this. That's that's within that's within our and with within our means to do. A lot of shit that's happening here in the hood, we don't have to put up with. We put up with too much shit. Loose squares. Prostitutes been running around Fifty Fifth and Halsted forever. That that from what I heard, only been here ten years. The same hole has been on that same block for the past hundred years or whatever. Okay, brother, hold on, we're gonna let's go ahead and get our break in. I think we got this technical difficulty together. We're gonna give it a shot. Oh. Brother Jim, we'll be right okay. back.
Hayes, Chicago, for your next family reunion, call Jimmy Williams of Abstract T-Shirts at 773-690-5366. That's 773-690-5366. Your family reunion expert since 1990, with photo T-Shirts and custom printing available. You can see samples of his work on the Internet. Search for JimmyWilliamsOnline.com. That's JimmyWilliamsOnline.com. One word. For families wanting reasonable prices, quality service, and good advice at making their family reunion a success, call Jimmy Williams from Abstracts T-Shirts at 773-690-5366. That's 773-690-5366. Your family reunions should always be a happy occasion, and your T-Shirts should reflect that. Call Jimmy Williams at 773-690-5366. Your T-shirt man. Oh, yeah. All right. I like that song, man. Giving away. Who, who made that? Who made that? That was Almighty Satellite, 1968, brother. Oh, man. I, I, that was a nice step. was cut there. I got in the groove oh, yeah. on that one, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I got in the groove. And that's exactly what the fuck we're doing, too, giving it away. If the people here in if the people here in Inglewood know how much power they possess, man, because all this um, interchanging of neighborhoods and the gentrification, if, they, if, if, if most of them was awake right now, they can see that they're going to take Inglewood because it's centrally located in the city of Chicago for it to be on the south side. It's not too it's it's not too far north and it's not too far south. You know, and I said this before, you can go straight to Midway down sixty third street. They got Metro trains running through this sucker, some of the best parks in the city of Chicago. Huge. That's one thing about Inglewood that I learned over the last uh few months is that they're really organized in terms of the um park advisory um park advisory um uh, committees and, and some of these non-for-profits, they they doing a really good job. They don't get that much publicity. They don't get any, to tell you the truth. They had one good publicity from one year. That was last year when they had that um, five-mile run. Oh, man, I ain't seen that many right. white people in Inglewood walking, man, in my whole life. I mean, they were running their ass off, too. But things like that can happen if you get involved. It's just a matter of what you want to do. Me, my next meeting, the meeting I got to go to is on the 16th. And I'm gonna propose um, um, this thing with the um, with the ex felons and with the um, uh, AFC, uh, the, the, the the lawyer thing. What is that? The ALC, a, AL those lawyers. ACLU. ACLU and the Teamsters. Yeah, yeah. I will propose that to them, and I'm gonna say, well, if you guys don't want to deal with it, let me go out there and do the footwork first, and I'll bring it back to you. They gotta do shit. Then we'll form a committee, and then we'll see what we can do on a on a uh, city scale in, in terms of getting some of the, those fucking black caucuses involved, and then getting the mayor aboard some shit like that because there ain't number of votes and money, and they good, they game for that type of shit. This system is only this system is only is built on influence and money. Get the influence and money, and see how much fucking power you're gonna have in terms of getting some shit done. See. It ain't gonna take no more. It ain't gonna take that much out of my time to do some shit like that. I've been thinking about it for the last year. Now I finally uh, formalized it to the point where it makes sense to me. It's simple. Now I'm just gonna present it to some people who can help me get that shit done. Cause I wrote letters to aldermen and 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 uh, state senator and and people like that, but I never got a call back. You know, they wonder what who in the hell am I? Just some black constituents on the south side with no fucking power. If I can get the organizations around me that already know them and, and on a first name basis and whatnot, and they can see that it, it may pick up steam or it may get a, be a chance to to bring in more money into the to, to the coffers and and bring in more votes so they can fuck around and get reelected, they gonna get they gonna they gonna look at it quick as hell. Then that's how that shit works. I didn't make this shit up. Don't hate the player, hate the game. I just figure out how some of that shit works. I'm saying it in simple terms because I'm a simple motherfucker. But the shit works. And to who has advantages depends on who it is that, that's going to get something out of it. 
you know, and and I like the idea of um, um, everybody is everybody trying to build with foreign money in the black communities. Fuck it, city ain't gonna give you nothing unless you do something for them. And and uh, and the foreign money gonna do the same thing, but at least you get something out of it. You might get a factory to make. It's a brother here on seventy first and um Seward. They have, they make their own tissue paper and, and paper towels, black owned. They make their own soap and hair products, black fucking owned. They do all that shit. Now, what if some some company from Kenya came in and say, look, look, we want to back you up on this. We're going to give you $20 million uh, capital. We're going to ask the city to give us intimate domain on, on, those, on those hundreds of fucking vacant lots we got around. We're going to put those together, build you a factory. You run it. We're going to be investors, and you deal with the day-to-day. That shit can happen. The products are already there, ready to roll. just need more money to expand and, and, and hire people in the community. That's all. Cabrini Green was built like that. Cabrini Green had, um, before all the, you know, before it went to shit, you know, and back in the day, they had a shitload of factories right around the, um, the near north area. Most of that, most of that area was uh, factories along the Chicago River. From the, um, the, the I'm, I'm going to say the 1900s, maybe the, I'm going to say I'm, I'm going to say the late 1800s up until around the 1930s. A number of factories around there, and most of those people that worked in those factories lived in Cabrini Green. We're going to go back. They live in Little Hell, Little Italy, whatever you want to call it. They lived there. Same thing. <laughs> they lived there, and they walked to the fucking job. They had an economic base. They had all men doing their thing, keeping the jobs and everything rolling. They kept they they spent their money and their goods and whatnot. You know, when it came from, when the Italians were there, then the blacks and whites were there, Middle European, Eastern Europeans, and then it was all black, and then they took the shit and did some other shit now. And they and they tore all the projects down over there now and building new ones. They could have just kept the big ones. They could have just, just kept them big motherfuckers and, and fixed them up the right way. What they should have did was start with management. They got rid of management. They should have, they, they should have started with management, come up with a plan to make everybody um, um, obey the rules and regu- obey the rules and regulations that the management set forth and kept everybody in check, make sure everybody, you know, did their thing as far as rent and, and the size of the um, families and kept all that extra money coming in for programs and, 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 and after-school programs and stuff like that for schools and daycares. Because almost every building in Cabrini Green had a daycare center. And some of them had libraries. A lot of people don't even know that You go down to the office and you pay your rent whatnot. They got a big ass board sitting up there That had jobs on it That you can just, the city offered the uh, CHA X amount of jobs They had all that shit And this, I'm talking about See, we moved in Cabrini in the uh, 1970, 71, something like that I can imagine what the fuck They had before that If they had all that shit in 70, 71 I'm pretty sure in the 60s There was kicking well, bro, let me tell you, brother Jim. Speaking of that, because I, I moved, uh, I lived in uh, Henry Horner. I lived at twenty five fourteen West Van Buren, right off the uh, right off the uh, Eisenhower Expressway, across from the, the uh, Precious Blood School yeah. and uh, St. Luke's Hospital. And uh, man, back at that time, man, you could walk through through the projects, and they had flowers in front growing. They had plants, you know, not you know, and, and uh, so it, it it started out one way, and uh, because of for various reasons, and not all black people's fault. That's the first thing they talk about. What we did, what we did, yeah, we well we did some things, but you know what we didn't do was, uh, you know, we we, we didn't plant the seeds seeds of poverty and the oppression upon ourselves. You know, we didn't react properly to it. But uh, yeah, yeah, you, you're right. The project at one time, man, we could. Cause I remember we used to run up and down the ramp, go downstairs and play softball in front, and come up in the house and wasn't worried about. Never heard a gunshot. I'd never heard a gunshot back then. But you know, it goes like uh, it goes back to management. The system, yeah, management the, was the specific management control of all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. No management. I mean, what's you see? Even 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 if I was to get a three flat right now, and I rent it out to certain people. 
and then those certain people just take over my shit and run it in the ground, but I'm still collecting rent. That's what's happening in Inglewood right now. You got a lot of people renting, ain't following no fucking rule. They just doing what the fuck they want to do. Then everybody got a spot. Then everybody on their spot, they trying to collect the same money from the same broke motherfuckers every month. And then them broke motherfuckers run out of money halfway through the month, then they want to break in their neighbor's house to get the money to pay the motherfucker that took over the spot. <laughs> it's a vicious make... circle, brother. It's a, it's a vicious it circle. Is. And don't nobody give a shit no more. Then you got, you don't have grass no more, you got dirt. I remember one time, I wish I could have saw it. I think it would have been a beautiful sight over in Cabrini. We had something called a blacktop. Everybody skated on it. Now, that part was cool. I wish I was there when I saw when they had grass. They said that whole, it was a big fucking field, too. Number grass. And then I guess somewhere down the, down the line, they decided to save money and just put a blacktop on it. But when we got there, it was cool because people had skating parties on that blacktop. They skated, played baseball. Everybody came out and watched. Everybody kept it clean. And then you couldn't walk past that motherfucker. Everybody busting a cap at each other and shit. But <laughs> that's a whole nother ball game. <laughs> hey, now, speak, speaking of this, when you, when, you, when you say Cabrini, man, for some, for some bizarre reason, the first thing that came to mind, and I know you're familiar with this particular spot, I know you know about Farmer Brown. Oh, man. Everybody in the city know about Farmer Brown. <laughs> you had rich people from the Gold Coast come to Farmer man. Brown. Man, man, that joint war. That had to be one of the most un- unheralded and unsung places in the whole city, man, as far as barbecue places. People talk about Leon's and uh, Lamb's. Man, look, farmers had the best damn barbecue <laughs> in the city, man. What even close? Man, like this. Man, they stepped their foot in that shit. The sauce was the bomb, Jack. It was the, but the people, did the people didn't have it. They don't, and they don't, people didn't have it, then they don't know. But if you've been to farmers, uh-huh. you've been any place else, and I've been to farmers, man, many a time. Uh-huh. But you know what, Joe, no now that you brought that up, it's a brother down in Florida. His name is Kirk Sherrod. He is a black guy, too. Is that, he developed is that his barbecue? own barbecue sauce. Yeah. I know about Kirk. He got yeah. big, yeah. big boy barbecue. That's the closest I've ever came in taste as a barbecue that matches the Farmer's Brown. That matches Farmer Brown. The problem, you know, Kirk is doing it on a scale that, that, that that's keeping him alive. So in order for yeah. him to do it nationwide, he gotta he gotta do some things and bring the price down and hope like hell he don't go out of business. But you know, yeah. I bought yeah. some yeah. stuff from him, man, and it was good. I mean, I didn't want to spend that much money for barbecue, man, but barbecue sauce, but when I got that shit, oh man. That's the closest that was, I was that's the closest barbecue sauce that came to Farmer Brown's barbecue sauce that I ever had. And a lot of people don't even know about this brother. He's on Facebook. Oh, I, I, he, he, I met him. He, I, I, you know, I, I remember when Kurtz was on eighty I remember when Kurtz was on eighty second and Cottage Grove. Oh no, not he had Curtis barbecue joint. No, not Kurtz. No, this brother, his name is Kirk Sherrod. Oh, not Am I talking about a different? Maybe I'm talking about a different guy. I thought, yeah, you talking about you talking about another Curtis? It's a, it's a, it is a Curtis. I've never had okay, his, but okay. I've I've I've, okay. I've seen his. I've seen his joint, but never been in there. Okay, I no, ain't trying to go, go ahead, man. I, I, I didn't mean to change the subject. I got you. You know what I'm gonna tell you? I'm gonna say one more thing. I'm gonna be off this shit. In Texas, uh-huh. if you go to, to if, if you go to the meat market and ask, ask them if they have any real tips, they ain't gonna know what the fuck you're talking about. They gonna go get the manager, and you gotta explain to them. Ain't no fucking real tip in Texas, man. Can you believe this shit? Can you believe that? Texas? No, I can't in believe Texas, it. Texas, they don't sell them. They don't even know about them. The people in the stores, man, you got to explain to them, motherfuckers, the part of the rib you're talking about. That was a real a rude I, I went to the store to <laughs> give me some real tips to barbecue, man, and I had to explain this shit like I was speaking Spanish. But anyway. Damn. I no, I didn't know that. So when I come, man, it, that, was, that was deep. Texas, the beef and cattle and shit, you ain't got real tips? Right. Anyway, go ahead, man. Sorry. That's deep. I, just, that's I, just, deep. I had a meltdown. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I got to Google that one, man, because that's deep, yeah. Yeah. yeah no, the brother I'm talking about, his name is Kirk, Kirk Sherrod. Uh, he's on Facebook, and he has a, a, a okay. product called Big Boy's Barbecue. And, 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 and you got to order your bottle, man. You got to order the original uh, Big Boy's. He got, now he has four other different sauces out. I haven't checked, t- uh, um, two of them I haven't tasted. Cause he got a jerk one out now, which I, I'm down to try that one. 
but it's a black-owned barbecue sauce, and he's trying to pump it uh, nationwide. Every now and then he'll put it on Facebook and tell you what he's doing in terms of meeting people and stuff like that. But if anybody's out there listening, if you want to get anywhere close to Farmer Brown's barbecue sauce, people in Cabrini Green know exactly what I'm talking about with that barbecue sauce. They can lick the you sauce and put Chirac- it on the biscuit. Don't even need no meat. Shiraz. Shiraz? Shiraz. Yeah, Shiraz. Okay. Yeah, Shiraz. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to turn and, it um, Maybe I'll say something about that tomorrow. I might even try to get his ass on the show, man. Shit. Hey, come on yeah, up, people. Yeah, Big Boy Put Barbecue Sauce, man. Yeah. yeah. He's good. He's okay. good. He's I a cool catcher. I'm writing it down. Okay. Yeah, he's a veteran in the whole nine yards, man. He's really, that, that sauce is the bomb. He sent me that shit, man. I had a, my kids, man. I had to hide it for my kids, man. I really and Rama Brown, I'm gonna tell, tell you, I'm gonna tell you really short. Farmer Brown, one for Farmer Brown. I, I got me some one night, man. Just for the Farmer Brown barbecue, brother. I right, I'll never forget that. Uh-huh. And I was, yeah, I was, uh, I, I, I was talking about some female. I ain't talking about some ribs. I got those too. But man, Farmer Brown came in on time, man. She fell in love with that shit, and, <laughs> and I, I got my kudos for getting them for. Shit. So I thank Farmer <laughs> Brown, man. Rest in peace, my brother. You, you was a shit. Anyway, but that night yeah. you was unprecedented. <laughs> you know? Yeah, buddy. Yeah, everybody went to that joint, man. And that's another thing but, too. You know, why is it that we can't pass our businesses off to our kids? Man, what what is up with our, our fucking kids? Is that shit got to be popular for you to pass your business off to your fucking siblings? Because in their mind, it's not cool to own a business and 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 work your ass off and build an empire or keep an empire going or keep a business going. The kids these days, man, they don't even look at shit like that no more. They really don't. You know, I can understand it to a point because my stepfather back in the day, he owned a garage. He owned a whole, right around 16th and Lindale, he owned a whole lot of shit. He owned a fish market. He owned the three flat we were in. He owned both lots on both sides of where we were at. He owned a cab little stand, a, a used uh, park um, spot. But this is my stepfather. He had sons that are into that shit right now. And all of them entrepreneurs, all of them, all his sons, you know, he tried to get me to go into the garage and be a mechanic. He had my brother down there, but I didn't want to go. That was just an ass kicking. I took every day. I really, yeah. wanted, I really yeah. didn't want to be no mechanic. I was an artist. He didn't understand me being an artist more so than he wanted some more males to run his business, which I understood that even at the age that I was at, you know, I understood. But that ain't what I wanted to do. So I can understand with some of the kids these days, but at least I had something to fall back on, being an artist. And I'm good at this shit right now. But these kids these days, first thing they got to fall back on is their daddy's money or waiting on them motherfuckers to die so they can just get their life insurance or, or, or sell a business so they can get the money. That's what these motherfuckers into. These, these young these folks these days, want man, to, I don't get it. These young folks want to walk right in and make their minimum wage of, and don't get me wrong. If you can get it, I'm a, get, get with you. if you can get twenty five, go for it. If you can get it, but these kids yep. want to walk right in and make their fifteen dollar hour minimum wage, and, and ain't and, and ain't done the damn shit before. Then ain't worked their way up, just walking right into the shit. Well, motherfuckers been working ten years, just getting fifteen dollars an hour. My whole thing is these minimum wage jobs. Minimum wage jobs was for the purpose of you getting your foot in the door, making you some money, getting yourself educated, getting yourself. Uh, moving up the ladder in, within that company or branching off and getting your own. This, mm-hmm. this, these flipping burgers wasn't meant to be no goddamn $15 an hour, but if you can get it, I ain't mad at you. Oh, so yeah. Don't, don't trip on some talking jobs about, back you, in know, the day. You know, so I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, so, yeah. you know, but, 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 you know, my whole thing is, uh, and they're waiting on politicians to do things for them. In the meantime, yeah, you you can go for legislation. And, and try to get this minimum wage upgraded and get your governor and all that to do shit. Yes, do that too. But in the meantime, don't you wait your black ass on that shit. Take your ass to school, get you a trade, get you off your ass and pull your fucking pants up and cut your damn hair and do what you got to do to get yourself in a position to if that shit don't go through, which it hasn't been going through for years, and we're still sitting around waiting for that same old stupid-ass bullshit. Yeah, I hate that too. I hate that with a lot of kids these days, man, because, you know, it's a skating rink called Martin Luther King um, Center over here on 74th and Racine here in Chicago. And I swear to God, it hasn't been a time I've gone past that joint where there's been a tons of police out there because these assholes fighting their asses off up in the joint. Little young teenagers, preteens. 
in the parents ain't even fucking right. They just dropped the motherfuckers off to go skating. And them motherfuckers acting a fool down there. You can see that if you go to World Star, man, and, and look up Martin Luther King Center, I bet you you'll see all types of fights from that motherfucker there. No parents around. None. I'm going to do that. It's happening almost every other weekend. You know, and I hate that shit too, man, because I don't know police time. I mean, you got to fuck around and babysit a bunch of banshees and shit, but the parents ain't around. They just drop them off and go on about their business. And you know what? And the fucking kids shouldn't be able to get in there without their damn parents. Period. Sit your ass in there with hmm. your kid. You know what? Fuck up your ass. Like I said they fuck up, they, then they get their ass arrested with. They, they, they can accompany their kid to the jail, and then somebody else has to come bail both of their asses out. Yeah. They I'm did a mall like that up here in Chicago. Yeah. Four no, they, they did a, a – yeah, um, that's the one. They had the big fight, then nobody yeah. on the 18 come in yeah. without a parent. Okay, yeah, that's four the city. one. Four cities. Cicero. Yep, they're not Cicero. Yep. Hold on, hold on a second. Y'all Sorry about that, y'all. My grandson really, I, I, I just ain't got used to them leaving and going to their own houses. They've been with me all their lives. I ain't got used Still to it yet, y'all. Five, oh man! All right, all right. Yeah, yeah. I okay, you, I, 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 I feel. I'm not going to get. Yeah, let's um, let's close this puppy out, Keith, and um, we're gonna um, jam a little bit, and then we're gonna close it out. And I'm glad everybody um, who's out there is listening. You know. Don't take it the wrong way. This is just me. This is just Jimmy. Real people from the hood. I'm just talking. But I'm making some shit happening, too. And I'm not going to brag about what I'm into and what I'm doing now because I love it. It ain't nothing to brag about. It just come natural for me. I'm an artist. I'm doing my thing. I'm making some money at it, you know. But, you know, the ones that I am schooling as of up now, little protégés and whatnot, if they want to brag about it, it's fine. You know, I put eight or nine people through this whole um screen printing thing, man, and they, they doing okay. You know, they love it. But, you know, but I'm not going to go around and, and try to flag a whole bunch of people, man, because a lot of people ain't ready. They, they, they probably don't even want to listen. I'd rather them to come to me and ask me, can they help? Can I help them? Instead of me trying to find a bunch of motherfuckers, man, that don't want to be bothered with and just sitting there and wait until I get through so they can go out and do what the fuck they want to do. No, don't, you ain't wasting my time. I'm not going to let you waste my time. Fuck that. Ain't going to happen. Anyway, it's just me. Well, Ladies and gentlemen, another episode of Real People from the Hood is in the can. And um, we're going to close this puppy out with another song. And uh, Keith's show is going to be on tomorrow. Uh, my executive producer's show is going to be on tomorrow, um, um, We Are the People. And Keith, you can tell a little something about your show, man. Well, we, you know, we always take it back off you, brother Jeremy. I mean, you set the stage. You're like the point guard. You know, I'm just going to stand up the basket, and you pass it to me, and I'm going to slam dunk it tomorrow. We're going to roll with it. Uh, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about a couple of uh, Denzel Washington had a uh, commencement speech at Dillard University. We're going to talk about uh, probably going to piss a few people off. And uh, we still got some Baltimore things to talk about. We're going to have a segment that I'm going to talk about every Tuesday. And it's going to have to do with uh, with religion. Sorry, but I'm going in. Okay. All right, Brother Jim. Okay. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, Brother Jim, you can uh, if you, you feel free much uh would love to have you join me tomorrow. We just reverse the role. That's all we do. Okay, man. Thanks for the invite. Again, ladies and gentlemen, real people from the hood. Another one down the pipe. Um, we're going to leave you guys with a song, and we'll see you guys next week. Have a good one. All right. All right. Hey, you know, hey, 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 hey.